Hey everybody, this is Pam at the Paper Outpost. This is the Paper Outpost podcast, the joy of junk journals. And Sunshine, my little Maltese pup and I are sitting out here on the Backland High looking over our little lake and contemplating, why do I have a garbage bag full of scraps that I'm committed to using through? Am I obsessed? Am I just addicted with paper? To paper? Or am I just enjoying uh, and recycling? Where am I on the spectrum? I have no idea. But one thing I know for sure, it's all fun. And sometimes it occupies space. Yes, (laughs) like the size of a full garbage bag full of scraps. And, um, you know... Maybe there's not a lot of things we can control in life, but maybe we can we can show a little paper who's boss, or we can become friends with the paper and just say, hey, little papers, you want to come along and play with me today and let's see what we can create? Or you can end up with a big garbage bag full of scraps going, what am I going to do with this? And then if you're really honest with yourself, you'll admit you have two garbage bags full of scraps because you didn't have the heart to throw them out, but you couldn't craft fast enough to use them all up. So there you are. Well, they could be donated. This is true. They could be given away. This is true. Or you could slowly use them up and... um, Uh, So there's a million and one things you can do with your garbage bag full of scraps. Now, some people have no problem throwing away scraps. They're like, oh, I've done my project. These were extras. Goodbye. Off to the universe you go, and I'm ready for a new project. And we move on. Just kind of like dinner scraps. Some people compost. Some people don't compost. And and it's all good. It's all fine. Um, You know... Um, I like the idea. I'm not a composter. I don't compost, but I do save my paper scraps. So I guess in a way, I it's not composting my paper scraps, but I uh, I see little hopes in them. Each one, I don't know. I think Disney ruined me. I see. I uh, anthropomorphize the smallest of things. Where you know, in Fantasia, brooms be- had personality. Well, my papers, <laughs> they have personality. <laughs> Even way before I touch them, they're they're just sitting there, a little scrap on the table. Looks like, hey, I could become this or I could become that. Just, just take me and 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 create things with me. And why not? It's fun. It seems harmless, and it's kind of crazy, but you know, keeps me off the streets and. Um, Gosh, I, I miss the streets. <laughs> I miss the streets. I want to go play with the other, the other papers in the streets. And uh, let's face it, it's it's the the hunt is a lot of fun, and uh, I do enjoy a good run to the thrift stores now and uh, rummaging through and looking here and looking there and finding all the pretty things that you didn't expect to find. Even though you swear to yourself, you're walking in the door, you're not going to go on a big shopping thing. And you do. And it happens. And I'm doing a podcast. Hi, honey. <laughs> oh, that was very funny. Okay. So, yeah, I thought I was like, all safe and everything out here on the in the patio. But no, no, no. Um, but he, 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 uh, he slithered back inside. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, Sunshine is sitting here, belly up on my lap, ready for a tummy rub. Yeah, that's a good good time. We're just enjoying each other. And I, I read that it, it's good to talk to your dog and, like, have full conversations with them. Like, discuss maybe the business of the day. Like, okay, Sunny, today we're going to make a podcast. Yeah, and then we're going to maybe do a video later. And then we, we already cleaned our craft room again last night, so we're good on that, right, Sunny? You were there. You saw the whole thing. Um, you know, it's amazing. It's amazing. 
when you do the the big um, clean out of your craft room, then it's still your your uh, on your plate every day when you're done to clean up after you're done. And sometimes you can't clean up after you're done because you're in the middle of a project, and that just happened to me because I I had just finished a journal, and um, well, I was working on a journal. So as I'm working on the journal, I pull it off because, you know, if I can't see it, it's not going in the journal. So I pull out everything and it's all over the desk and it's going in and it's going in and it's going in. And uh, but then when you're, you're, you know, it might be there for quite a few days. And then finally, when it's done, I have two geese looking at me like, who are you talking to, ma'am? And OK, so there's a, a mother and father goose that are they come by in the mornings and they have five little babies. And, uh, um, oh, I'm not sure if I shared this story, but, um, so, uh, we live on a lake where there are gators. We live in Florida and there was a gator looking at the babies and I'm like, uh Oh, that's not a good sign. And the gator's head popped up out of the water near the shore and the babies were kind of near the shore. And, uh, um, I'm just looking at the babies. Everybody's okay. And, uh, so the gator's head pivoted towards the babies. I'm like, uh oh. So I grabbed some shells. I went out there. I had some shells in my yard. So I went out there and I hurled a shell as far as, far as I could towards the gator. I missed the gator, but I was probably like a foot or two to his right, which spooked him. And then he went down. So at least the babies are here for another day because they don't really have a lot of defenses. Though. So they're just kind of, you know, hanging out. Um, but, uh, at least one more day. We got one more day. And um, there's a lot of fish and things in the lake. So I don't think the gators are going hungry. So that's a good thing. I don't know why I'm talking about this. But because I'm sitting out here on the on the patio looking out at, at, at this the little the little geese family that comes by. And I try not to count. I try not to count heads because I don't want to see fewer babies. But sometimes there's, there's one less baby. And not right now. Every baby is present and accounted for. And my little baby in my lap here, Sunshine, he does not go outside the fenced area because gators could get them so and I'm always with them I only go with them outside when when uh, when I'm with them so and I would fight the gator beasts for you sunshine I would I would and uh, I actually like the gators I mean they were here way before we were and uh, so I was I was just googling around um, this is kind of a rambling one but I was uh, just looking around and I noticed that some people add when you're making handmade paper from pulp, when you when you throw some paper scraps into your blender, blend it down with some water, <clears throat> and then they pour it into their you know the bin which they're going to to use to pick up the pulp with the frame. They add some starch, and apparently starch helps. Um, I don't know, glue the paper together better. Although my paper seems glued together, but they say it makes it easier to write on. So I think I'm going to try that next time. I don't know when that next time will be, but I'm going to try adding starch to see the difference I get. And, um, boy, there are, there are 101 million ways to make paper. Um, some people uh, dry their paper on wooden boards to help the drying occur faster or on uh, window glass. Some people will actually um, put their, uh, like, couch it, they say, on the uh, on their window pane to dry it faster inside. Um <laughs> I don't think that would work well here because if it fell off, Sonny would eat it. Yeah. <laughs> Everything is rel- relative to whether Sonny would eat it. And what was he, what did he get into the other day that I really didn't want him to get into? And it was something, something paper related. Um, I can't think of it, but you know, I'm very careful with uh, like any of the like 
paints or dyes or chalks or pastels or anything that might have, you know, toxic pigment in it. I don't I don't want him to get near. So yeah, crafting with a pet, that should be an entire podcast and how it alters um, how it alters your crafting world. Because um, let's just say there's a few more distractions during the day than there were before pet. But it's totally worth it because, you know, they bring so many smiles and that for the day that we wouldn't even consider not having them there. And and you don't have to have a pet, but I mean, if you do, you you get what I'm talking about. But sometimes they want to play at the most inopportune moments, like when you're, you're, you're trying to place something down. Uh, with glue that has to be placed at that moment on a cover that you're working on and all of a sudden you feel somebody nibbling your toes and you jump (laughs) and then the thing doesn't get quite placed in the right position that happens and uh, uh, or somebody wants to play fetch when you're trying to do something intricate you know these these that's part of life and that's the way it goes and that's okay Um, because you know little Miss Fluffer Pants doesn't know Uh, But he does like hanging out in the craft room, and I love that. And I think we have a good setup now. We have a good little uh, nesting bed for him. And we've handled the issue with the cords because, you know, that's obviously, um, you know, something. But we don't want that to go wrong. You know what I mean? We don't want him nibbling on electrical cords. Absolutely. So we've we've handled that little situation there. I'm feeling better about that. And, um, yeah, so... um, you know, you know, as you craft along and you think you get everything set up and organized, and there's always one more thing. And uh, so my latest thing was um, my eyes were getting tired from focusing uh, so close on my laptop. I was getting a lot of eye strain, and I spend a lot of hours on the computer, and I'm like, oh, I, you know, I can't even look at it. They were so sore, and I could only... Um, look far away and that was relieving to me and uh, I did go see the eye doctor and you know came home with drops and instructions on what to do and this and that and then I started to self-educate myself on uh, blue light emission from the from our lead screens and lead lights and things like that so I decided okay I, I, I tend to do this I go whole hog I'm like all right I'm gonna get rid of all the blue light in the house and not that long ago I had switched our house over from when we started losing the incandescent bulbs I went with the lead light bulbs and I really like the daylight lead light bulbs so everything became blue light in the house like all my pot lights everything in the kitchen task lights and while it's great for task lighting because it, it emits a lot of bright light it's very hard on our retinas it can cause macular degeneration all this stuff so um, yeah, be very careful if you're a crafter and you, you're flooding your world with um, blue lead light because it can be hard on your eyes. And when you put on readers, you're kind of almost magnifying that. And you know me, I'm always grabbing for my readers. So um, I decided, well, I want to be able to craft and I want to be able to see. Um, so what do I do? So I ordered a bunch of, um, I guess I call them yellow lights. They're still lead lights, but they're more of the soft white spectrum for the craft room and for the other areas in my house. And I'm having semi-luck with that. There's a lot of um, flickering, which I'm not happy about with some of the lights. And um, it does give it a different, like the yellow cast is a completely different look than the, than the cool white cast. And it, you know, it depends like what you like. But um, boy, is it the yellow is so much more relieving on the eyes. It's not really even optional. I, ha- I have to go that way at least for a while. So what I decided to do was um, uh, taking the next steps. Um, 
I had to make the quintessential decision of uh, should I go back to desk monitor as opposed to laptop because the laptop makes me sit so close. So I have gone to the eye, the big eye doctor, the ophthalmologist, and I went to the, not the little eye doctor, but the eyeglass doctor, the optometrist. So I have a pres- new prescription cooking because my eyes have changed as I'm getting gloriously and happily older. Um, and that does affect my crafting. I'm, I, I'm sure probably a lot of you can relate to, you know, tired eyes uh, from crafting, focusing close. So my one eye sees far really well, and my one eye sees close really well, and then my brain has to figure it out. So, um, but the difference between the two is getting greater. So grabbing a new prescription that's updated, I'm waiting for those to come in. But uh, they set me all up so that it would be easier for me to see my laptop. But in the meantime, I've gone back to desktop. So that means I have a monitor that I can push farther away from my face and sit back a lot more, which I actually... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Actually, I set it up in my craft room. Oh, here come a mama duck and her little babies. Okay, this is not the goose now. This is mama duck because it's that springtime. Okay, I'm not going to count because there were six yesterday and I don't want to know. Okay, and um, um, so I got a monitor and I got a big monitor. And so I could put me physically as far away from the monitor as possible. Um... I even said to my husband, maybe I should just use our TV and use that as a monitor and I could just take a keyboard in there and do my work there. But our TV puts out a lot of bright light and it's kind of, it bugs my eyes sometimes. So I got the monitor and I got um, a blue light filter for the monitor. Now, um, it's just like a separate plastic piece that goes on the front. But And my hubby said, you're not going to like that. It's not going to make your images sharp. And I'm like, I don't care. I got to be able to see I don't care if it's not fancy image, if it's dull, but it's like a, like a, uh, it just cuts the blue light. And uh, then I bought a bunch of those blue light. I, w- I went to town. I bought a bunch of those blue light, no prescription glasses that you see all over the place. Some I bought in amber, some I bought in clear. I, I didn't know what would work, but my eyes were killing me and I had to, I had to uh, find something. So uh, anyway, eyes are feeling much better now that I'm focusing farther away and I'm removing the blue light from my world. And um, so just, you know, if you're struggling with eye strain and you're crafting a lot or you're staring at the screens a lot, just kind of maybe, you know, toss that in the cooker and think about it because I want you to be comfortable crafting. And uh, our eyes have to last us a lifetime. And uh, so um, there you go. That's, that's, the, uh, that's the eye situation at hand. But things feel much better. Like it's nice just to sit outside on the back porch and look look out look out and look far away and let the eyes settle into that and then they'll be all ready for crafting later what do you think sunny how are your eyes oh pretty good mom i don't really look at the screen so it's all right well sometimes i look at the camera yeah you do so that should be a-okay um 
But um, yeah, so very excited for new projects coming. Um, I have some fun ideas coming your way of starting um, two new series. Um, what little mini series actually one of them is uh, simple paper pleasures where we um, sometimes you just want to kick back and just do something extremely simple and extremely fun and just for the joy of it and maybe you know crank out a bunch of things that can be utilized as other things as you go and uh, just uh, you know have a zen relaxing time with the papers Um, and then the other one is um actually um, learning to journal in our junk journals like how to journal in a junk journal for beginners Um, and I consider myself a beginner because I'm not a big journaling person I've had a few flubbery attempts at uh, journaling and uh, uh, you know it just I could say it didn't go well because I didn't get hooked by it and I see so many people who really enjoy the process and I I keep thinking I must be missing something I must be missing something and um um, I'm thinking that probably that's why I over like over like stuff my my um, journals into um, more maybe of a lookbook than an actual journal. I think they got they get swept under the rug of the name journal or junk journal because that's what we call them. But um, there's still lots of room to write in there, and there's you know you can write on all the journal cards and all the flip outs and things like that. But um, maybe uh, because I haven't been that much of an active journaler, I haven't. Put a lot of journaling space like frank journaling space into my junk journals and I thought well what if I re-explored that so I did a little I've started a little mini series on it and I'm um, actually having a lot of fun at um, taking a new take or a new twist or a new approach one that I didn't do before um, more of my previous attempts at journaling were just okay me in a plain book and me writing and not really decorating, but just logging things. And, you know, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. And if it brings great joy, go for it. But um, it, it just, I'm good for about maybe a month to three months. And then I just boop right out and everything stops and um, um, no momentum keeps going. But I, I'm starting to think that maybe people fa- have a lot of fun playing with the colors and the papers and the little uh, light decorating and leaving room for journaling space and 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 uh, you know then the quandary of what to write what do I put down here so I you know uh, that series is also started and, and having a lot of fun with that and it feels completely different than it did before completely different I'm so excited about it. I can I'm actually really look forward to making those videos now um, so that's kind of fun yeah that's kind of fun um, so you were, I guess we're into the depths of spring, which is kind of nice. Like what, March 21st, 22nd was the beginning of spring. And now we're into April, almost a month later. Our oak tree out back has a nice green head on it. Um, all new leaves coming out on the, the trees out here. And you know what leaves are to me, they're stencils. And they're also, um, you could, now I've learned you can punch uh, leaves and you can also um, sew on leaves. How cool is that? And uh, so lots of fun to be had with all the possibilities that are growing out here. And um, we're um, battling a bit with our allergies around here because um, it's peak allergy season. And we go through we go through waves of pollen in Florida, like um, different plants come into bloom at different parts of the season and uh, pretty much from spring on it's allergy season till December (laughs) for us so that's kind of fun around the house and we're working on that aren't we Sandy yeah yeah that helps but um 
We have deployed the HEPA filters in the house, which help with the allergies and also because the paper crafting does kick up a lot of dust and a lot of, um, you know, the fabric and the paper, a lot of particulate matter in the air. Um, I definitely have one in my craft room just to keep the air quality better. And uh, um, uh, yeah, that's just like kind of our settling into spring to see how it's going. And uh, I'm looking forward to a new little romp with Sunny in our local park. Maybe we can find some new new things to play with uh, in relation to nature. I always love incorporating nature right into the books. Um, you know, everybody always asks, is, is, are the things going to dry up and go brittle and crumble? Maybe, maybe they will, and um, but maybe not. I don't know. I've been playing with microwaving some of the things. And also just air drying to see the difference. And there's definitely a different texture to the ones I microwave. And their longevity seems to be better and their color retention seems to be better. I don't know why that is. Maybe it freeze frame. Well, it's not freeze framing, but like they're microwave. But it's like almost like the volcano in Pompeii. It just caught everybody by surprise. So people were frozen in the motion that they were in at the moment. Maybe it's kind of the same thing with microwaving a leaf. Maybe it freezes the color. Um, uh, and and uh, the, I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Um, but it, the, it's really cool to work with nature. Um, it just gives us so many possibilities. So, <clears throat> Yep, expect more nature stuff coming your way, and uh, we'll have fun playing with it together. So I hope you're having fun exploring your world. I hope you're having fun with your papers. I hope you're okay with, if you have a garbage bag full of scraps, I just want you to know it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, (laughs) no matter what you do with it, it's okay. And from Sunny and me and Papa and all of our birdies, Holly and Happy and Leonardo, we wish you all the best. And we'll be talking with you very soon. Have an awesome, happy and crafty day. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.